Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I suppose you can't help but notice all over the news tonight is a very, very sad uh, memorial on tonight for the 22 people, or yeah, 21 people who died in El Paso and nine in Ohio. And, you know, Donald Trump has said hate has no place in the United States after two mass shootings left 31 people in total dead over the weekend and possibly more will die as well because many others were injured, but also blamed mental health. He also blamed video games, etc., etc. President Trump has condemned the hatred and white supremacy in a public address following the mass shootings that left all 31 people dead. He called for mental health gun control reforms, the death penalty for those who commit mass murder and more bipartisan cooperation over gun laws and mental illness. Uh, He said that mental illness and hate pulled the trigger, not the gun. Mr. Trump said, speaking at the White House yesterday, he did not express support for gun control measures proposed in Congress. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry and white supremacy, said Mr. Trump on Monday. These sinister ideologies must be defeated. Hate has no place in America. And his comments, as I said, came shortly after the suspect of the El Paso, Texas shooting was charged with capital murder. El Paso police also confirmed on Monday that two more victims died in hospital, raising the total, sorry, to 22. And the president outlined a number of policies, including more cooperation between government agencies and social media companies, changes to mental health laws, as well as ending the glorification of violence in American culture. And the president criticised the internet and gruesome video games for promoting violence in society. He said it's too easy for troubled youths to surround themselves with a culture that celebrates violence. He said we must stop or substantially reduce this and it has to begin immediately. A report released by the American Psych- uh, Psychological Association in 2013 linked uh, between linked aggression of vi- violent video games uh, and that uh, it was a factor in the increased aggression in young adolescents. And the research demonstrated a consistent relation between violent video games and the use of and increases in aggressive behaviour. Aggressive uh, conditions, aggressive effect and decreases the pro-social behaviour, empathy and sens- sensitivity to aggression. So in other words, people or young people who played violent video games, according to the report, were less empathetic, they were more aggressive, they were desensitised uh, to death, maybe in violence. And also said as well that it is an accumulation of risk factors that trends to, are tends to lead to aggressive behaviour or violent behaviour. And the research reviewed demonstrates that the violent video game use is one such risk factor. Now, loads or large numbers of academics said that they felt the methodology in that particular research was deeply flawed as a significant part of the material included in the study had not been subjected to peer review. But I don't know if you believe it's violent video games or what you believe is causing these mass shootings. Now, look, it was really easy for the detractors of Donald Trump today to come out and blame Donald Trump because this kid who did this and I say kid because he was 19 when he started posting videos of himself using the N-word and using all other sorts of words of hatred and racism. I mean, he's a kid. He's 21 years of age. He's clearly mentally disturbed. And he's clearly a racist. Donald Trump didn't create him. And the idea today that people can come out and blame Donald Trump for what happened, considering when you look back at America, for example, and, well, let's say the gun laws, for example, that's the obvious there. The amount of guns in the United States is just unprecedented. Um, 
the US has the highest per capita gun ownership in the world with 120.5 firearms per 100 people. That's the second highest. I should say the highest. The next closest to that, sorry, would be Yemen with 52.8 firearms per 100 people. So twice as many as Yemen. Now that has a huge role to play in the problem. The idea, again, of blaming Donald Trump is ridiculous because, after all, Donald Trump wasn't the president when the majority of mass shootings in America started and happened. And Gun Violence Archive frequently cites, um, cited by the press, that they define what they call a mass shooting. And before we talk about mass shootings, let's define what they class as a mass shooting. They define a mass shooting as, uh, I suppose, violence resulting in the death of four people being shot by a firearm at the same time, in the same location, excluding the perpetrator. Using this definition, there have been 2,128 mass shootings since 2013. That's roughly one per day. That's ridiculous. The United States has had more mass shootings than any other country in the world. Shooters generally either die by suicide afterwards or were restrained or killed by law enforcement officers. And studies indicate that the rate at which the public, at which public mass shootings occur has tripled since 2011. Donald Trump wasn't the president in 2011. Most of these shootings happen for the same reason. Somebody's mentally disturbed, somebody's a racist, somebody's a homophobe. Whatever it happens to be, they have a motive. In their own head, they have a motive religion, whatever the motive happens to be. And in recent years, the number of public mass shootings has increased substantially, although there have been approximately a 50% decrease in firearm homicides in America, which is interesting. So they have a 50% drop in murder and homicide, but an huge increase in mass shootings. And that's because, well, they put it down to the reason, the police have become better at detecting, I suppose, somebody who's potentially going to kill somebody else. And also because people will get life in jail for murder. But the reason that they will kill many people is it because they figure if they're going to go to jail for murder and go to jail for life, they might as well take as many people with them as possible. The decrease in firearm homicides has also been attributed to better policing and better, a better economy. In other words, people are doing better. But let's look at the reasons that the experts give for mass shootings. And Derek, I'm going to be with you in a second. Higher accessibility to gun ownership, obviously. Mental illness and its treatment or lack of. Uh, and, I, and with psychiatric drugs. Uh, drugs are a common factor. Most shooters are young men, and many of them are diagnosed using Ritalin. Uh, many of the older ones might be on Prozac or cocaine. That's certainly a factor, and has been a factor all along. Some experts have suggested the increase in single-parent families and broken homes, which in turn can cause mental health problems for teenagers and also economic disadvantage. The desire to seek revenge for a long history of being maybe bullied in school in recent years, citizens calling themselves targeted individuals have cited adult bullying campaigns as the reason for their deadly violence. In other words, in a modern world, a modern society, we're creating victims in many different ways, through race, sexual orientation, economic status, etc. And many kids are raised with resentment and they're oversensitive and they feel victimised by society because we're telling them they're victims. The, uh, the next one is a widespread chronic gap between people's expectations in life and what they actually achieve. And that's a very logical one. When I was a kid, you were told to do the best you can in life. Nowadays, we're promising kids the world. They see the Mark Zuckerbergs. They see all these people who are rich and really famous and people who've succeeded really well in this technological age where so many, there are so many capitalists and so many rich people and they want to be the same. But they never achieve that because only few will achieve that. So they see themselves as failures. And they blame society for it. 
the desire for fame and notoriety. Also, mass shooters learn from, I suppose, one another through media uh, contagion that mass shooters get coverage on national television stations. There's the copycat phenomenon. Today was most likely what they call the copycat phenomenon. This guy, today, 21 years of age, was a big fan of the guy who killed Muslims in Christchurch. On his YouTube channel, he went on about it all the time. He was a big fan. He thought it was the most wonderful thing he's ever seen. So most likely this was a copycat. The failure of government to do background checks on individuals when they get guns because of a shortage of staff and a lack of da- incomplete databases. These are all the reasons the experts say that America has approximately every single day one mass shooting. Now we can go on about the bigger mass shootings, I suppose. And uh, I'm sure we all know the biggest one. Well, the biggest one, by the way, was in Las Vegas. I'm sure we all remember that. It wasn't so long ago. And there was 58 people killed and hundreds were injured. The Orlando nightclub shooting, which was a homophobic attack, that one had 53 people, or 53 injured, so to say, 49 dead. Virginia, Sandy Hook, Sutherland, uh, Lubies, El Paso is actually number seven, which is only uh, over the weekend, has number seven. All right, so I want to ask you tonight what you think. What do you think it's causing it? Is it the gun laws? Is it violent video games? Is it the movies? Is it the way we're raising children? What is causing Americans in particular, more so than anywhere else in the world, to shoot each other? What's causing it? Let me know what you think. The number is 0871880008. Would changing the constitutional amendment and the right to bear arms, would removing that make a difference? Would that stop people going into Walmart or going into a nightclub or shooting from the top of a hotel in Las Vegas? Would it stop it? I don't know. What do you think? The availability of guns. 0871880008. Derek, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Derek? How are you doing? Derek, I, I said a lot there, I know, <laughs> but, I mean, what do you think is the problem? Um, I think you said it, uh, it's young men, it's, it's this latent aggression that has become a problem over the last 20 years. It wasn't around when I was young, in my 40s, um, and in America particularly, because guns are so available in a supermarket, you have access to take out your aggression on people, mm-hmm. and then obviously to get that notoriety. You might feel you're living in your mother's basement. You're a no-hoper. If I go down the road and shoot 10 people, everybody's going to know me. And what's causing that latent aggression, do you think? Um, I use YouTube. I watch music videos and football. A lot of people, young men particularly, are watching violence. They're watching these loopers that are given, be it left-wing, right-wing, religious uh, nutjobs. And they're feeding off this. And they're in this echo chamber they all seem to live on now online. And instead of talking, they bottle it all up and they say, this, look at this guy, he's brilliant. He put a video on him and went to a mosque or went into a shopping centre. So I do blame the internet for it. It's unfettered access to lunatics. I mean, only just straight after that happened, you know, videos were going around immediately of this guy standing with a gun, shooting a pair of runners on the ground, saying that, you know, black people wear these runners. That's why I want to shoot them. And he's shooting them on the ground with a semi-automatic rifle. And, you know, and he uses quite disparaging language. So this kid has been doing this for the last three or four years, these videos talking about shooting black people. You'd wonder, by the way, why the police hadn't arrested him before now. That's, that's a whole other question, right? Because of freedom of speech and all that kind of carry on. Uh, but it's bizarre that he hadn't been arrested up to that point. But I, I do agree with you. I think, I think video games, uh, although the data isn't 100% sure on that, 
I believe they have a harmful effect. I don't believe a video game makes a guy go out and shoot a load of people, but I do believe it doesn't help because it desensitizes them to to graphic violence and murder and death. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I teach and I, I hear the lads talking about Grand Theft Auto and um, line of, it's not, I don't know if it's line of duty or college duty, whoever. College duty, yeah. And they're going around bang, and they think this is great. Like, you don't see the effects that a gun would actually and, have. And, and to the average person, it is great. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's just a video game. But to people who would be susceptible to violence, maybe it's it's once it, they can take that one step further to real life if they want to. Because the, that desensitization to regards everything from from sexuality to moral behaviour. We don't, you know, you go online, you can look at anything. And if you keep watching something, I think it can have an effect on you. I was shocked to see, since 2013, I didn't. I just kind of looked it up, I was just curious, 2,128 mass shootings since 2013 in America. That's, one, that's one a day. I, I think more people die in one day in America through guns than do in the UK for a whole year. But what's surprising is there's been a 50% drop in homicide by firearm, right? Which means that these killers think, I'm not going to kill one person because I'm going to go to jail for life. The police are doing a good job at the moment. So that reduces the amount of people who will do a single act of violence. So, but what it does increase is the amount of people who say, well, if I'm going to kill somebody, I might as well kill 20 while I'm at it because I'm going down. And it's, it's this notoriety. We live in a world like the, the Love Island generation, as I call them, that instead of working at something to become a, a radio DJ or a newsreader or a writer, they want it now. So they think, I'm going to... And if, if you are that desensitized you could actually say do you know what I'm going to do it now um, well, that, that was one of the reasons that the experts cite which is this chronic gap between people's expectations and their actual achievements in other words they want to be famous they want notoriety they want to succeed but unfortunately that happens to very few of us um, and most of us just get on in life and just manage through life and if you look London at the moment is, is riven with knife crime yeah. And they've banned combat knives and hunting knives, but you can get a weapon in your house and you can go out and stab somebody. And then you're a big name amongst your peer group. Now, can you imagine if guns were a constitutional right in the United Kingdom? We'd we have would have the same we, problem. We would have the same thing. We would have the same thing here if it was there. Um, do, you, do you think so? Do you think culturally Irish people would go out and kill each other? No. I, you see, people forget about America, and you were saying earlier on, they blame Trump, but when you read into it, this is a political this issue. Is, the, the blaming Trump thing was nonsense today. I, I just, you know, Trump is the go-to person to blame for everything. Oh, so look, it rains in the morning we blame Donald Trump. Uh, well, absolutely. There's been mass shootings in America for the last 30 years. Uh, you know, uh, well, 25 years, certainly. And for all different reasons, be it race, uh, homophobia, whatever it happens to be, there's been mass shootings. So this is not Donald. You can blame him for a lot of things, but you can't blame him for what happened over the weekend. Don't get me wrong. I understand at this particular moment of time because of his language over the last few weeks in relation to you know the, the squad, for example, when he was telling people to go back to their own country. But that still doesn't encourage somebody to go out and shoot people. No, it, it's a cultural thing in America to, to, to bear arms. Mm-hmm. It goes right back to its founding days. There's yep. issues down with people being, perceiving as being picked on by the government. Yeah, but the constitutional right to bear arms came in when people, as somebody mentioned today, had pistols and single shotguns. Yeah, not not, not when AK-47s, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's interesting when you look at what uh, senators block deals, like uh, Trump is trying to put a thing in, I think it's called a bump law. It restricts making a weapon automatic. Mm-hmm. Democratic senators and representatives have blocked that. The, you know, the, the, the gun lobby is massive in America. 
But there's not one single president has tried to stop or tried to reverse the gun laws or change or had an executive decision to change the, gun, the constitutional right to bear arms. They wouldn't dare. No, they wouldn't. They'd be uproar. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a huge political issue in America. Every presidential election, if you've got one fella come out, or one woman to come out and say, I'm banned. Well, she did. One woman, I can't remember who her name is, but she went out on Twitter today. She said she's running for presidency, and she said the first thing she'll do when she gets into office is ban guns. I said, that's it. She won't get elected. She won't. She no. won't win all those No, what a stupid American thing to things. say. Yeah. Um, but it, it is shocking, and we ourselves, a bit, I think, are becoming desensitized too. It's like, matter of fact, yeah, another big shooting. Another thing. shooting, yeah. And you don't even bat an eyelid. I mean, it, like, it is shocking. In the, and by the way, you, you had two uh, extremes in these two shootings over the weekend. There was Ohio, which has kind of been overlooked a little bit because only nine people died, which is still shocking. Um, and that was a left-wing um, fascist that did that, not a right-wing racist. So, I mean, it's both sides of the argument are shooting people. Everybody is shooting people. And mm. I mean, I certainly would think they need to start looking at educating young men particularly. It's very rare you'll see a, a, a female mass shooter. I don't know if there's ever been one. Um, I think there has been one or two, but very few. And we talked about this in the office today, myself and Ashley were talking about it tonight, and we are saying, why is it always young men? And I think men, I think they feel an awful lot more responsibility in life. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's genetic. And men take risks. Women tend not to take as many risks. I think young men will take risks. I mean, if you look at any of these stupid videos online of fails and people falling off skateboards and bikes and jumping off cliffs and doing silly things, it's usually a bloke. Well, yeah. <laughs> because we, we, we tend to take risks, and I think that's the reason why a lot of these would be men. Uh, stay there for a second. Let me go to Dave. Dave, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dave? Hi, folks. Uh, Dave, there's a multitude of reasons that we could discuss as to why this happened. I, I believe Donald Trump, which is, who's getting a lot of the flack today, is the last reason to be looking at. Yeah, which, look, you had mass shootings when Obama was in, when Bush was there, when Clinton was there. You know, like, in fairness to Clinton, he did ban assault weapons, you know, like AR-15s and stuff like that. But then Bush reversed it. You see, I think, like, I think blaming an art form, like video games or violent movies or stuff like that, I think that's, like, it's like the lazy scapegoat way to do it. Because look at America as a country. It was founded on violence. Um, Right back to the Wild West you're talking about. Well, no, but think about it. I mean, the, the indigenous people there are, what, 1% of the population now. Do you know what I mean? It was a country founded on a genocide. Then you have when, um, when you had Desert Storm, when they went into Iraq, you had the likes of Fox News and other news stations glorifying the fact that they were bombing parts of the Middle East back to the Stone Age. And America is also the largest exporter of arms in the world. Like, what was the deal that they, they did with the Saudis? It was like, what, it was $100 billion. Mm-hmm. You know, so like... America, who makes country, all the weapons with it? Is it General Electric? You General Electric, you Lockheed Martin, you have a couple, I think there's about three or four. I know, because after 9-11, General Electric's share prices went through the ceiling. Yeah, and, and you know, every time there's a mass shooting, uh, gun sales go through the roof. So for the gun industry, mass shootings are actually a good thing for their business. You know, well, because people want to run out and protect themselves. Exactly, yeah. And we're also talking about a country which is the only country in history to drop an atomic bomb on another nation. Do you know, like, America, like, it, like when you look at America... Well, I'm like, sure the average American would condemn that and would condemn the killing of innocent people. 
No, I know, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, America likes to, sh- to hold itself up as, like, the shining light of freedom to the world. Yeah, but what, but Dave, what makes a, a guy, you know, between sort of 19 and 25, which is the average profile of these shooters, right? Uh, what makes him want to walk into Walmart or a nightclub or, you know, I don't know, the roof of a hotel or whatever it happens to you? What makes him want to do that and kill as many people as possible? I'm not saying the game made them do it, but I certainly see in people, you know, that, violent video games which have become so real over the last 10 years in particular with the PlayStation 3 and 4 and Xboxes mm. right they're, they're literally like watching a movie and you, you're in control you're immersed in this movie do you not genuinely believe that for somebody who could be the type that would do something like this that it gives them that adrenaline rush of shooting a lot of people at the same time and make them feel it's real and then like somebody who watches porn for example quite a lot and then can't get as much out of sex and wants something better, you know, and wants yeah, more no. deviant type of porn. It's it's the guy who plays these violent video games saying, "Well, I've had enough of that. This is not real enough. I need to do this for real." Oh no! I look. I, I'm not going to doubt that some people will will play video games and want to act it out. But I genuinely think that it's it's in such small proportions that you can't blame the art form because if that's the crack, then why don't we see more female serial killers when it's women who consume um, true crime? more than men do. Do you know, like, the, the people who... like Because women are different most... to men. When well, it comes no, to mass shooter, shootings, war, violence, no, I, I men, no, have, men are top there, of the scale. No, I, I get you there. But, like, men by our nature, we are that bit more aggressive. But that we're bit saying, more aggressive. We're a lot more but, aggressive and violent. But, no, I know, but what I'm saying is, if an art form is to be blamed for changing a person's mind, why don't we see more women serial killers and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it does have, like, if art has the potentiality to change you so much into a monster, why is it that women consume more uh, true crime than men do? And we don't see that. It's like back during, was it the, the 70s and 80s with the satanic panic, where they were telling people that, like, if your kids play Dungeons and Dragons, they're going to become Satanists. And I mean, that just blew up out of nowhere. I think just America as a country and as a culture, it's a more violent they have a more final. Okay, so are you telling me? So, what would happen if, for example, there was an executive order tomorrow to ban the sale of uh, firearms tomorrow in America? Do you, oh, do you, do you think war. that would make a difference? Well, apart from the fact that the people would go nuts, do you think it that? Would, well, I mean, let's just, let's just say they accepted it and got used to it, right? Do you think that would make a difference? I think there would. I think if there was less accessibility, I think there probably would. If it's harder, I mean, look at a country like Japan. Japan's a very, very hard country to get a gun in. Now, I know culturally they're way more different. But in Japan, if you have a firearm, and even if you let off your firearm by accident at home, you are facing serious penalties. Well, I think they have the lowest like, homicide rate in the world, haven't they, actually? Yeah, you like you look at... Like, you can go online and find videos of people in America, like teenagers running around with, like, AK-47, uh, a double A-12 uh, automatic shotgun, which is made for the military. You can get all this stuff so easily, like... You know, make it harder to get... Make it harder to get your hands on it. Like... If you are looking for an AR-15 or a Barrett 50 caliber sniper rifle or a pump-action shotgun or a handgun, make it hard as you can for a person to get that. Okay, what about all the other reasons that were cited that I talked to Derek about there a second ago? They mentioned uh, drugs. Ritalin is a common factor, by the way, and Prozac. No, that's actually, that's the one that's never spoken about, right? And there's one thing, because you can't say that there's one archetypal uh, mass shooter because... They come from all different walks of life. But the one thing a lot of younger shooters have in common is the fact that they're all on prescription medication. Mm-hmm. Ritalin or Prozac is the, is but the preferred medication. But that's medication. never talked about. But then again, America's in the grips of an opioid crisis that is being directly fueled by its own drug companies. 
And what, what, okay, what about the, the, um, the fact that we've oversensitized uh, young people nowadays and victimized them all, and basically this is their payback to society for, I suppose, a long history of being bullied in school, for example, um, that we create everywhere, we, we treat people as targeted individuals, and they say that basically because in a modern society we're constantly creating victims in different ways to race, sexual orientation, economic status, etc., etc., and kids are raised with resentment and oversensitive and feel victimized by society. Yeah, we're just confusing the shit out of them and then like tell them like here here's your participation medal, all things that can go your way, I'm gonna go grab my pump action. Maybe, but like a lot of shooters as well. Like people like to say that the Columbine shooters were bullied, but the Columbine shooters themselves were actually bullied. Like that was more of a demand. Well, I mean Columbine don't have a patch on the on the shootings lately. They only killed thirteen people. I know only, but they only know, killed thirteen. Even even that like we're saying only thirteen people have died. Do you know so it's it's not just like younger people that are becoming desensitized. We're becoming desensitized. You know, you don't have to go for violent movies or um, violent videos on the internet or video games or anything like that. Just stick on the news. You know, I mean, well, the, the logical like, experts today are saying that this is what they call the copycat phenomenon. This particular shooting today, uh, that this guy was basically a big fan of what happened in New Zealand in Christchurch and, and went on about it quite a lot and basically wants to, I suppose, reenact it. Yeah, we see, I think the cat's out of the bag with this one, and I, I honestly can't see really any way to put the cat back in the bag. How do you stop this, like? Especially if you have copycats, because you've copycat serial killers out there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what they say? Like, at any given time, there's 50 active serial killers in America. You've 320 million people living in that country, and it's so easy to get their hands on firearms. 120, 120 firearms per 100 people. It's ridiculous. Like, does, like that, does that not just sound mental to anybody else? When you consider Yemen is second in the world for gun ownership at 58 per 100 people, they have twice as many guns in America as they have in Yemen per head of population. That's insane. But again, in America, they glorify guns. They glorify as part of like, the, the, their second but, but amendment. Getting back to the violent video games, and, and Derek believes that it has a part of it as well. And Derek, you were saying as well that you know, violence is glorified in video games. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got kids. My own fella plays it. And he thinks this is great. I, I, I play them. Um, and we're desensitized. You go in to see a movie now where violence and sex is part. It, it doesn't need to be in it, but it, it, it is. Um, and people don't bat an eyelid. Where we need to start looking now at mm. that moral compass, which I think we've lost amongst that younger generation. I mean, I, Dave, I play, I, as you know, I play the PlayStation. I like my PlayStation, right? It's a good bit of, you know, a bit of time out. I, lately, I've been playing World War Z. Are you familiar with the game? Uh, no, I, my favourite book, but I haven't played the game. I know, I know the film, yeah. Yeah, okay, well, you've seen the film of Brad Pitt, okay? So you've yeah, got thousands short. of zombies coming towards you, and you're with four other people, and you've all sorts of weaponry, grenades, rocket launchers, anything you want, and you have to kill as many as you can, right? And it's, or behead them, or do all sorts of carry on to them, right? Now, I'm an adult, I'm a, a logical person, I know it's a video game, but there's still an adrenaline rush to all these people coming towards you and shooting them. You can imagine some 19-year-old kid who's already troubled in life watching this or playing this and becoming immersed in this. I genuinely believe it makes them lack empathy. It, makes them ag- it can make them aggressive. It can make them want to take it to the next level if they're that way inclined. I'm not saying every- it's going to have an effect on everybody, but if they're that way inclined. And it only takes one or two, Dave, to have a mass shooting. Yeah, and on like, a regular you know, basis. I, I don't disagree with you. Like, I don't disagree with you. If someone is already disturbed, it can. But again, it could be a movie. It could be a book. I mean, like, Catcher in the Rye was, was blamed on um, John Lennon being shot. Do you know? So I don't... And maybe, think- and maybe it was the reason he was shot. 
Yeah, but that's it. But like, we can't be blaming like we know, had we, the Chucky movie. Of course, was was blamed on Jamie Bulger's death, or Jamie oh, yeah. was blamed on the Chucky movie, and and most likely it was because it was a copycat of the movie. What they did to the poor kid. Yeah, I see. I think what needs to be done because, like, I look, like I said, I don't disagree. If a person is disturbed and they're surrounding themselves with that kind of stuff, obviously it's going to have an effect. But what I see when people are blaming video games is like video games are at fault. That's the end of it. That's that's the whole argument there. If that is the crack, you need to have systems in place to catch a person who may be disturbed. Do you know? I mean, I, that guy who um, uh, what was the one was the, the parking shooter? Like he he'd already thrown up a few red flags. Well, who's and this? He, who's this again? Was it the Parkins shooter? Decided to so that many of them now, like, but he was one of the shooters in from last year, the year before, and he'd actually thrown up a couple of red flags, you know, and he'd already been investigated by the police. Oh, this is the one in the school, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. then there was a, there was another guy who was disturbed. Like he went to a psychiatrist. They were like. Yeah, look, this guy's disturbed. We're taking away all your guns. And a couple months later, well, why, why, like... Okay, but why Why is it suddenly increased massively since 2012? I mean, if I look back on the list here of mass of the main mass shootings, right? I don't mean... Mass shooting, they say, is defined as more than four people. They say there's one of them a day, which is, is bizarre. But anyway, uh, when you look at, you know, when we're talking over 10 people, for example, uh, the majority have been in the last five years to six years. Yeah, I think social media, if we're talking about it, really has a, a part to play in as well. Because since 2012, we've become so much more interconnected as people. It's very easy for one person to reach a wider audience. And if you are going for notoriety, screw a mass shooting is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm looking at the top five here, for example. Top five, uh, with the exception of one, which was Virginia, uh, that was 32 people. The top five have all been 2017, 2018, 2016, 2017, 2018. I think like I think all these like instead of saying this is the problem, this is what's happening, this is what caused it. Let's blame this air form. Let's blame these drugs. People need to start going. Okay, there's a serious problem here, and they need to put start putting like serious things in place, like more counselors in schools to try and weed out these kinds of people. You know, not just saying like it's because he played a video game or because he watched a certain movie. Because whenever they do that, they're they're just deflecting, like. Again, like I said earlier on, America was celebrating a $100 billion arms deal to Saudi Arabia. Do you know, it's like when they say, like, we're going to take a serious stance against terrorism, yet Saudi Arabia fund a lot of the terrorists in the Middle East. And they're giving, like, what is it, 16 of the, the 19 hijackers, 9-11, were Saudi nationals who were funded by Saudi business people. Okay, well, 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 hang on a second. Let me just bring Stephen in as well. Stephen, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Stephen? Hi, now. Good evening. Uh, Stephen, you know, a sad day again for America, although it's all too common at this stage. You know, another weekend goes by, another mass shooting. Well, I mean, it, I think it was really easy for everyone, the detractors of Donald Trump today, to have a go at him. You know, I understand what was going on over the last couple of months in relation to racism, etc. But that's not the reason this kid did this. You know, he did this because he was a psychopath. So what's the answer here? He was, uh, but I think the problem goes back to, as the Americans, those who want to have guns, keep referring to the right to bear arms, the Second Amendment. We should remember that was passed back in 1791, when the highest tech in firearms was the flintlock, where a good marksman could fire one ball per minute. Technology has moved far, far up beyond that. As you know, unfortunately, these automatic weapons can fire hundreds of rounds per minute now. Mm -hmm. So I think what they need to do, and whether any politician will grow a pair to do it, is actually to completely ban assault rifles, as they've done in New Zealand, from ordinary members of the public. Well, they did it the next day in New Zealand, after Christchurch. Exactly. But I think what would help, I was thinking about this earlier, 
is the NRA, the National Rifle Association over there, is a major funder of a lot of political well, they Well, yeah, well, they funded Donald Trump's campaign. Yes, so... So he's not going to ban them. What I would do, particularly as the Democrats now have control of, of, of the House, would be to ban organisations from the NRA from donating any political money across the board. So therefore, no politician will be... Uh, Nobody will have skin in the game, so to speak. Exactly. But if you, rather than individual politicians coming out, because if a Republican is running in Texas, say, I support gun reform, they're going to find someone else and fund someone else. But if they're disallowed from funding at all, completely, it makes it a more level playing pitch. It won't be perfect, but I think it would be a good start. And now is probably the moment to do it when the Democrats do have control of the House. I mean, there are other countries in the world that have reasonably lax gun laws, and yet we don't see as many shootings as there are in the United States. For example, if we made guns legal tomorrow in Ireland, I don't believe that it would be the same. I, would, I wouldn't like to think it would anyways, the United States. Why do you think America seems to have this problem with aggression at the moment? They've cited many, many reasons. I think I gave a few of them there on the air. Why do you think it is? Well, I think aggression is always there. I mean, in Ireland, if you accidentally run into someone in, in your car tomorrow and you damage the bumper the person could run out, jump out and be exceptionally angry and shout at you and scream at you, uh, throw something at you. But the problem is in the States, these guys could be armed. And, rather, and even a handgun, they could, they could have a concealed weapon in the car mm-hmm. and, and they could kill you and then they could kill everyone else. We all get mad. We all lose our temper. Well, I've lost my temper at times and I'm sure we all have. But thankfully, I don't have a gun. I think the access to guns... But I, even if you did have a gun, I don't think you'd use it. Probably not, because it's not in our culture to use. I think this has been embedded in people over time. I mean, I brought my son when he was younger out fishing. In America, they bring, they bring them out to, to shoot and to kill with, and train them how to use automatic weapons. It, it, I think it's a completely different mentality. And I don't think you can change it overnight, but what you can change, and you can switch off the access to assault rifles. Mm. I mean, by the way, somebody mentions that fully automatic guns are already illegal in America. Yes, most of these crimes are committed with semi-automatic pistols and semi-automatic guns. But in saying in saying that, they can still fire off uh, quite a substantial amount of rounds per minute. Absolutely, and they can be modified. So limited to a revolver, mm-hmm. like that, that cannot be modified, um, and make it a federal offence for anyone who has one, and give them say six months or a year to hand them in. But I said, if you ban the NRA from, I think the key thing is the money. If you cut off the money you then um, will have a whole new generation of politicians maybe who won't be feel, um, so desperate to, to protect the gun culture because if they don't, they won't get elected and all politicians want to get elected. Mm-hmm. I mean, would the multiculturalism or the melting pot of different cultures and different types of people all living on one island... Do, do you believe that plays a role in it? Because, you know, there, there's hatred from, you know, different races and different cultures. Does that play a role in it? Well, it certainly played a role today, but it could, on the I weekend, more say. Um, I'd say people would probably find a reason. If he, if, if he wasn't after Mexicans, he could be after something else. Or he could be after people with beards. He could be after people who work or don't work. Um, a lot of other countries have a lot of different cultures in them as well, and they don't seem to have the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, Australia is also a country of immigrants. Mm-hmm. And they just don't have that culture. Canada as well, in the same continent, doesn't have that culture. Uh, I'm looking here at, you know, the, the most, I mean, as I said to you, it was easy for them to come out today and blame Donald Trump for it, but we've had much worse mass shootings in the United States uh, over the last, you know, 20 years than what happened over the weekend. I mean, that's as I, what happened over the weekend was actually number seven on the list, uh, 22 people. Obviously, the, the biggest mass shooting was uh, 58 and uh, 851 people injured in Las Vegas in 2017. What's the reason you believe that this problem, considering guns have always been legal, uh, what's the pro- why has the problem increased in the last uh, seven years specifically? 
I think, unfortunately, if somebody is of the mindset that they're going to go out and cause a massacre or shoot, they want to be more famous than the other ones. So if the biggest number killed is 20, they want to kill 21 or 30. And, and do you believe that social media plays a role in this notoriety because social media has become so prominent over the last particularly seven years? Do you believe, you know, that they think, well, I can become famous now on social media? I wouldn't blame social media. I would blame the media. And I think we should look at what they did in New Zealand. They wouldn't, they, their prime minister wouldn't even name the person. And I think that was an excellent idea. And I think if, if all the media organisations... Well, I think, I think they've been doing that over the weekend. <coughs> pardon me, over the weekend. Um, I did watch CNN. They didn't name him. Well, that's good. I didn't see CNN. I hope Fox and mm. others would, would do similar as yeah, well. I, I don't think his name was in the paper today either. There was a picture of him in the paper today, and I don't think his name was there. There was actually a picture of him. Uh, but I don't think his name was on I, I think there has been a reluctance to... I didn't name him, uh, to give him a name. Well, that's good, but I think he'll be more responsible than some of the American broadcasters. But it, it, well, again, not necessarily. But, I, but in saying that, I, we're still talking about it, aren't we? You know yeah. what I mean? So Because it is news. It is news, and you need to act quickly because it's going to fade from the, from the cycle quite quickly. Unfortunately for the families, it's going to be a lifetime sentence for them. Mm-hmm. And even if this man is put to death, um, they're still going to have to live with the fact their loved ones are gone. What about violence in society? I was talking to Dave there a few minutes ago about violence in society, uh, you know, on media, social media, the internet and games. Do you think that has any kind of reflection on what's happening? I certainly think people can be more violent verbally or abusive on social media more in that people are more likely to call you a bollocks on Twitter or Facebook than they are actually come up to your face and say it. So certainly it's easier for people but to actually commit a crime like this, you're doing it in person. It takes some mindset to actually aim a gun and pull a trigger. And I think. But what about video games, for example? And there was research on video games done, and it says it was consistent. There was a consistent relationship between violent video games use and increased increased aggressive behaviour, uh, aggressive effect, and decreases in pro pro social behaviour, empathy, and sensitivity. Or it could be that someone who already has a violent mindset is going to be drawn to certain video games. There's a cause and effect. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it is. You. But I mean, I played video games a lot when I was a kid. Okay, obviously the graphics weren't, weren't as detailed as they are no, now. They weren't. Um, Lemmings isn't quite the same thing, you know what I mean? No, or Space Invaders, <laughs> even ping pong, or yeah. all those days. Yeah. But you still typically had. But I mean, as a kid growing up as well, boys got toy guns. They go around and that's been happening for as long as well, guns are around. Yeah, I never thought of that aspect of it. Yeah, I suppose that we did pretend to kill each other, didn't Cowboys we? Cowboys and Indians and stuff like that. Yeah, but you Probably don't... Probably on PC now. Well, it is on... You're not allowed to say Cowboys and Indians. I did watch an episode years and years ago of Barney with my son when he was a Barney fan. And Barney said, OK, boys and girls, it's time to play Settlers and Native Americans. Which was Cowboys and Indians. They're not allowed. Bad, you say. <laughs> They're not allowed to call it Cowboys and Indians anymore. Well, say there for a second, lads. Kieran, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Kieran? No, sorry. Good. Kieran. Um, there's many things, you know, that cause people to go potty and decide to shoot a load of people. What do you think it is? I definitely don't think it's video games. Because it was the, last, the latest study was brought out in, uh, back in February by the Oxford University and said it did the most comprehensive one to date. Mm-hmm. That they took in over 2,000 people, yeah. teenagers. Not just the teenagers, but their parents and guardians as well. Okay, so the, in and other words, if found, teenagers weren't being honest, they they were asking other people. Yeah, exactly. And they found there was no need for concern. There was no correlation between the two. Maybe, well, then maybe it's the fact that you know people who are playing the video games, um, potentially uh, mainly young boys, 
uh, you know, teenage boys, they're, they're talking now to people around the world of different cultures in other countries who might have different, and they're all playing a violent game together, you know, in a team effort. Would that have, no, I'm not saying your average person would be influenced by that because your average normal mm-hmm. sane person. But if somebody is already predisposed to be nuts, would that not well, carry I, them over the edge? I think it's the American culture. I think in the last 20 years, America has just lost, completely lost its way. It doesn't know what it is anymore. You know, I mean, you, you have... Do you play games? Do you play violent video games? Oh, Jesus, yeah. I've been playing games since I was 12. And do you think it has any sort of effect on you? Nope. None whatsoever. Right. I'm married, wife, child, mortgage, two jobs, happy out. I mean, I play games back from the early... The Amiga, where you had a game like Barbarian, mm-hmm. which you were only cutting people's heads off. All the way up to my PlayStation 4 and everything in between. And it's never once affected me. But didn't the guy that killed the kids in Sandy Hook, didn't didn't they find out that he had spent a lot of time, he had Asperger's, he spent a lot of time in his basement. What was his name? Adam something or other. He spent a lot of time in his basement. Landa. That's the guy. Yeah, and uh, he, well, I think he was the Batman killer, wasn't he, Adam Lanza? As as yeah, he was the guy who dressed up in all the tactical gear. Oh yeah, they, and he went to the the kids' school and shot all the yeah. children. Well, he wasn't a Batman but, killer. They, no, no. they just they just called him that because he dyed his hair red. They said he looked like the Joker. That was the, again. Record. That was the media. No, but he went. No, okay, we're getting confused with two different shootings. The, the the Batman killer was the guy who went to the cinema when Batman was on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. Adam Lanza was the guy who killed the kids in Sandy Hook. Oh but, but yeah. He, yeah. But he was playing his uh, his own aunt who he lived with or his mother, wherever the hell he lived. With, admitted that he was obsessed with video games. Well, now if you go back to 1966, you have a guy called Charles Whitman, who was he was actually called a clock tower shooter, and he killed 18 people. There was no video games back then. So I mean that that whole video games theory falls flat in its face. But there has been a huge... I'm not saying it is solely the reason. I think there's a lot of other reasons. I, you know, But there's been a massive increase in the last seven or eight years in these well, types I, of I shootings. Think, I, I think it's down to the culture. But, the why, but, the, culture. but the American culture hasn't changed in seven years. It has. The only, thing that, the only thing that's changed, and they, they mention this and cite this, the experts as a reason as well, is... And, and look, this is not a bad reason either. It talks, well, two things here, okay? People's expectations versus what they achieve, right? Uh, we, do, we do see a lot of capitalists, if you want to use those words. I don't, I don't, I'm not anti-capitalist. But we see a lot of the, you know, the Mark Zuckerbergs, the Bill Gateses, all these individuals who we would have never seen before. They were always in the background. We never mm-hmm. kind of saw these individuals that were responsible for making the most amount of money in the world. And we all want to achieve that because of, I suppose, the age that we're in, the technological, technological age. And we don't all succeed. And we don't all become those rich people, right? And then there's that, that big anger repression that builds up because I'm not living up to what I wanted to. I can't have it. Why can't I have it? Throw a temper, temper tantrum, and you have what? What's the one common thing that runs through all these mass shootings? It's not video games. It's not the food they eat. It's not the, the music they listen to. It's guns. Every single one of them had a gun. But the guns have been there all along. But the guns not have just been the last there all seven along. years. But I mean, as I said, it's it's how long is this, we'll say, the mass murders, or mass shootings? When has that become really popular in the last, what, 10 years? Yep. If it even? Well, I mean, mass shootings have been around for the last 30 or 40 years, these types of mass shootings. But in the last, since 2012, there's been a huge increase. 
We're now yeah, talking. Why? When you define mass shooting as more than four people, there's one a day. Well, I, I don't understand. Why, why all of a sudden is this thing was what causing it? I mean, back in the day, it was Elvis was causing it. After that, it was rock music. After that, it was Kiss. After that, it was a book. After that, it was a Chucky movie. Then it was Marilyn Manson. Now it's video games. And it's going to keep going on and on. Well, no, maybe, no. maybe maybe they are all contributing factors. You know, I'm not saying you know, that Elvis was a reason why people kill themselves unless they listen to his music for long. Uh, but, am I, but maybe they are all contributing factors. And, you know, and also they're, they're talking about the breakdown of the modern family, right? Now, what they're talking about is um, young men particularly being affected badly by marriage breakup or growing up in a single parent household. Um, that that increase coincides with the increase in violence with, with young men. And that could also be a factor. These all could be factors as well, not just the guns. But the guns are clearly a problem. Yeah, I know that, Kieran. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you, when you, as I said, with social media, you look at the likes of the Kardashians, and you have this guy on Twitch, and this guy is on YouTube, and you have Joe Soapy sitting down. He's angry. He's, he's there's a gun in his father's closet. He says, "Oh, why can't I? Why aren't I a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Fuck this! I'm going to shooting people." You know, it, it's it's got to the stage where. Social media, not not just social media, but as the guy brought up a great point there earlier, the media has a lot to, to ask for in this. Um, you know, it, yeah, I, I mean, you have you have like you have, over in the states, you have Fox News and you have CNN, and they're incredibly divisive. Each one, one is pro-Trump, one is the opposite. So people don't know where they they fit in. Well, yeah, sorry, Kieran and Dave, that is a problem in America at the moment, isn't it? America has become quite divisive uh, over the last sort of five to six years. And I'd say go longer. I'd say go back as far as like the war in Iraq or afterwards. You know, and like in America, they have the 24-hour news cycle. You know, mm-hmm. and you need stuff. Like, it's like the people, like I feel bad for people in America. Like, so I'd say a lot of times they must feel paralyzed with fucking fear because they're being bombarded with everything that's wrong with your life, you know? Mm-hmm. But there was um, some um, the, the, the woman. She's running for president in the, the twenty twenty. Yeah, she said she, she was going to she was going to make guns illegal. CNN. Yeah, she came out actually on CNN and said children are terrified, and she was like almost screaming in panic. Like children are terrified to go to school. Children are not terrified to go to school. This is the kind of shit that people listen to. It makes them paranoid about bringing their kids to school. Therefore, they go out and they buy guns. But I, but I could understand in certain states in America, uh, some states are safer than others, why parents might be terrified to send their kids to school. I mean, when you're sending your kid to school and he's walking through a metal detector to get into his class, I mean, that's well, a bad we, we, sign. There, there, are, there are states like Baltimore and Philadelphia. Baltimore especially, I mean, that, that's rampant in Conquering. I mean, right, whereas in New York, you don't really, as far as I know, with, with the exception of the nine eleven, there there isn't that much tragedy in the sense of mass shootings. In Washington, well, actually, speaking of Washington, first of all, let me just go to John. John, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, John? Me and I have house uh, You're living just outside Washington D.C. Yep. And you carry a gun. Yes, I do, and I'm uh, I'm Irish myself. I grew up in Dublin, so but right. I've been I've been living over here for a long time. And why do you carry a gun? It's for personal safety. Right, okay. And and have you ever had a need or a fear that you might have to use it? No. No, not at all. 
Right, but because no. I can walk through Dublin City and say, well, I might need a gun for personal safety, but thankfully I've never had to use one. <laughs> or I've never right. felt the need to have one, although there have been times that I might have wanted one. But, but you know, I think maybe, is it the media that, that's made you feel like you need one? No, no, I, I mean, I think the lads there have a lot of very, very valid points that they just made. The media over here are very divisive, you know, and I've been here for a long time and I have seen cultural changes. And I'd agree, it's, it's gone back before Obama, it's gone back even, you know, into Bush's term when, you know, these shootings go on. You know, but the media, it's, it's, it's unbelievable how they jump on it. You know, it depends on whose agenda, that, you know, they feel pumped to follow. So CNN, MB, and MSNBC and all, well, they'll be the mouthpiece for the Democratic Party and then you've got Fox News will be the mouthpiece for the, for the Republicans. So you're not getting a central kind of... You're not of getting impartial news, no. no. No, you're not. You're, you're getting, you know, and uh, I'd, I'd actually admit in the probably the last seven years, the country really has become a lot more divided because of the media outlets. Um, and, you know, I heard somebody mention Baltimore there. You, you've got Baltimore, you've got Chicago, you've got New York, who have the tightest control, the gun control laws in the country, but they have the worst gun violence in the country. Well, in the worst well Chicago is the murder capital of America, yeah. isn't it? Well, per capita, Baltimore is even topping them if you, if you actually, you know, break it down. Per capita, Baltimore is even worse. You know, and there's no, there's no mention of the fact that there was like eight murders in Chicago over the weekend. There's no mention how many shootings there were in Baltimore. Well, well according to the stats, uh, homicide, single homicide by firearm is down by 50%. Um, but yes, mass shootings have increased dramatically in the last seven years. Yeah. So yeah. that I mean, kind of makes me think that the police are getting good at their job and catching people. People are going to jail for life and they're kind of figuring, well, if I'm going to go to jail for life for killing somebody, I might as well kill 20. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's, a, it's a strange place. I mean, it really, really is. No. You know, you can have, a, uh, you can have as much gun control yeah, as you want, but yeah. the, majority of the, the majority of the weapons in a lot of places are, um, are illegally held, especially in Baltimore and stuff. You know, and it's, it's like what's going on in Dublin right now. You're going to get those lads who, you know, I mean, Ireland has no guns. Apart, well, apart from got, the gangs, you got, you got yeah, you got the Killans or whatever. Kinnahans, Kinnahans, yeah, yeah. They, where are they all getting the guns? Then you have to ask yourself. You know, criminals won't. They don't give a damn what version of gun control you've got. They, if they want the guns, they'll get the guns. So, well, well hang on, sorry, Kieran, you want to say something there, go No, no, yeah. it's me, Stephen. Oh, sorry, Stephen. Sorry, Stephen. No, just to ask the gentleman there. Uh, he's from Washington D.C. Is that right? Yeah, he's living in just outside Washington. Yeah, no, I was there uh, in December. Um, I was actually in the Senate there, and I have to say, of the various American cities I've been in. I actually felt Washington was one of the safest places. I felt very safe there. Mm. He says he carries a weapon for his personal protection. So was I wrong about Washington? Does it have a particularly high crime? Do many of his, 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 his colleagues um, also carry weapons? And I presume, do they have to be concealed there or can he carry one openly? Uh, John, how many of your friends do carry guns? Quite a few. Like all of them, I would say though, Niall, um, I served in the military here, so a lot of my friends here are prior, are prime military service too. Mm. So well, a lot of American um, young men would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, to answer Stephen, uh, you know, he made a point there, you know, about when you visited DC, he felt very safe, you know, and in a, in around up um, up around the Capitol, the White House, and up around all the museums, it's the safest place in the world. You know, and there's a big joke over here that, you know, although you've got all these politicians screaming gun control and ban guns, they've all got big, scary men with guns protecting them. You know, so that is, that's true. But when you head over southeast D.C., northeast D.C., or some of those parts, 
it can be really, really dangerous, especially especially at night time. Well, my good friend Sean has texted in here, who's uh, a native of America, and he says, Niall, you'll go to any lengths, no matter how craven or unreasonable, to avoid saying anything negative about your pal Donald, won't you? Um, well, I mean, John, I mean, the talk today, I suppose, on CNN in particular has been about Donald Trump and I suppose the negativity that he has sent out with his tweets over immigration mm-hmm. policy in the last kind of few months and that this could have led to some sort of, uh, I suppose, um, I suppose, divisive actions by this young man who is clearly a racist. I mean, do you, do you believe that do you believe that has any credibility whatsoever? I think it's too simple. And I think it's like what the lad said earlier on. I think a lot of it lies at the foot of the media. You know, yeah, Trump says a lot of stupid crap in all honesty, but the rest of the politicians aren't much better. And then you have the, you know, the CNN versus Fox beating the war drums and splitting everybody up. You know, so initially the, which was the first, the El Paso shooting got a lot of press. Mm-hmm. And then the second shooting in Ohio started started to get press, and then it died off, and then it came back when they discovered that the lad who shot up in Ohio was a was fascist, an, an Elizabeth Warren supporter for the Democrats. That's right. Yeah, he was a member of Antifa. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's no excuse for it. anybody who pulls out a gun starts you know starts shooting. But you know, I I kind of feel as well. Social media has changed the culture. You know. Well, that, well, that comes down to one of the other reasons here. that the experts talk about, yeah, which is the yeah. desire for fame and notoriety. Well, there's desire, fame, and notoriety, but you have these people who, you know, and I think prescription meds has a lot to do with it, you know, people who are bullied, and then, you know, they get hold of a gun, and on social media, they, they did, you know, they're getting bullied on social media. So, you know, when we were growing up back home, somebody bullied you to was your face, and you either crack him a dig or catch a dig back, and it was pretty much done. That was it, sorted you know, out, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The social your ma went to the school, and it was all over, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, on social media now, when it goes out there, when it's out on the internet, it's out there, and it doesn't come back, and you know, and it can, it can keep... Well, this kid has been putting videos up for the last four years, uh, making derogatory remarks about black people and how he wanted to kill oh, them. Oh, he, he, he had a list of men that he wanted to kill and skin, and a list of women he wanted to rape and murder. That's not Donald that's Trump's fault, but, but, but hang on, well, hang on, because... Well, well, hang on both. Uh, uh, Stephen, please stay with me as well. You can take one if you want to, Ashling. Please stay with me, John and Stephen, because, Sean, yeah. it would be remiss of me not to let you on. <laughs> How's it going now? <laughs> yeah, well, Sean, I mean, you know, it's really easy to, to have a crack at old Donald on this one because of what has happened over the last couple of months, particularly in relation to the squad. Appro- and, appropriate to actually. Yeah, okay, fair, no- fair enough. But yeah. I, I, I just think that's an easy option, you know what I mean? That's no, appropriate option, actually. No, it was easy to say that. Donald Trump had nothing to do with this guy going into Walmart. First of all, what are you saying this guy in in Ohio, a leftist fascist? Do you even know what a fascist is? This guy, he was a fascist, and he was a member of Antifa. No, 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 I'm quoting, you said early he was a leftist fascist. Mm -hmm. That's like somebody being a reactionary communist or an atheistic Catholic. Those terms don't go together. That's, That's nonsense. But anyway... His his political leanings are not really relevant because, all right, let's let's even grant. Let's say he was part of this mythical anti-fa organization. He was out wreaking havoc across the the land. You know, just was he? I suppose blowing up churches and and, and attacking uh, Trump rallies. And no, I think that the actual targets that he selected were had nothing to do with whatever his political beliefs were. This is a guy who killed his own sister among eight other people as well. Yeah, well, look, well, well, look, you know, Sean, I, I do believe generally That's why nobody's speaking, mentioning his politics, unlike the guy in El Paso who posted a four-page manifesto to 8chan, which specifically referred to the Great Replacement Theory, same as Brenton Tarrant in New Zealand, 
And also yesterday, again, I know that's why they're calling it a copycat phenomenon as well. Yeah, because Trump does have a hand in this. Again, the the guy. Will you stop? Why are you blaming Trump? That's not just my words now. The guy who was sentenced to 20 years in a prison sentence yesterday, Caesar Syok, for sending out those letter bombs last November, his own defense attorney was saying that Trump was the one who egged him on. This is somebody who well, held well, a rally. Well, yeah, but he, he, but he, rally yeah, but he can he can believe that Trump egged him on. Maybe that's what he took out of Trump's words, and I could see why that could happen. But that didn't mean that Trump was responsible. Right. It means that his, yeah, his, his hands are completely clean. This is a guy who at his political rally in Florida. That would be like months. me, Sean, going on no, the air and saying, well, hang on, me going on the air, for example, and saying, I hate Sean and McCroom, and somebody going along and shooting you tomorrow and saying, that was Niall Boylan's fault because he said he hated Sean and McCroom. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, that, that's, you, that's the kind of analogy, you know, isn't it? What's, what's wrong with that, Niall? And if somebody mentioned that about gunning me down, and, and, and you went, <laughs> yeah, only in County Cork, well, then, yeah, somebody might actually pr- probably say that you have some partial responsibility there. Because in his rally in Florida three months ago, referring to the immigrant invasion, somebody from the audience said, well, you know, he's going, I don't know what you do with these people. What do you do? And somebody said, It's a good impersonation, them. by the way. Can I just point that? Sorry, go on. Thank you very much. It's Bigly. I work on it all the time. Anyway, so, so he, he's saying this, what do we do about this invasion? And somebody in the audience says, shoot them. And he, you know, doesn't like, oh, no, come on now. Now, he laughs and goes along and says, only in the panhandle, only in the panhandle can you get away with that. Yeah, but, but Sean, <laughs> Sean, this is this is your country, okay? And, uh, and, and John's country at the moment because he's living there and carrying a gun. Yeah, my uh, condolences. Yeah. yeah, but okay, shootings have, haven't been, it's not just a new phenomenon since Donald Trump no, came into power. No, of course not, but I'm saying... He, you, you, if we could, we could have left Trump out of this discussion entirely. If you just want to talk about mass shootings, well, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah, but you have gone. You have specifically gone out of your way to say, "Oh no, this has nothing to do with Trump," and talking about left wing. Why should this one? Sh- why should we just isolate this one shooting and blame Donald Trump? Because for it? it's not just one shooting. It's again the letter bombing. The guy in New Zealand also mentioned Trump as a renewed, as a symbol of renewed white identity and purpose. It's not. Just but they can believe. That. You know, that's like, that's like a Muslim who commits a terrorist act and blames, you know, oh, my imam told me in the church this is what I should do. Why do you think? You because think because that's not the case. The imam might have said something to me. He didn't mean to go and kill everybody. You know it's what I mean? It's not an unreasonable inference to draw that you don't like immigrants. If I'm at a rally and, you, you know, people bring up the idea of shooting immigrants and you laugh and go along with it. If you refer to it as an infestation, you were to refer to people as vermin. It's really not too much of a stretch, Nile. Actually, okay. Well, let, well okay. Well, let, well, let's let's leave Parker for a moment, and you've had okay, your same we'll relationship. Trump for a while. Just let's park. Let's talk okay. about mass shootings in general. Okay. okay. There, there, you, you, I have not heard one person tonight mention that there actually was an, an attempt made 25 years ago, a half-hearted, a weak attempt, but there was an attempt to tackle this. There was a federal assault weapons ban back in '94. Which Clinton and his uh, and the Democratic Congress went along with passed. There were narrow opposition by the Republicans, and for ten years there, you had the spike in '99 with Columbine. But otherwise, you weren't seeing those shootings back then. That law was sunsetted. It was phased out in 2003. There was an attempt back in 2013 to renew this law, and surprise of surprise, it died in the Republican Senate. Who could have predicted that? Who could have seen that one coming? Hmm? <laughs> um, but John, do Not you believe? Sides, well, John, just just from your friends and from the people you know in the United States. I mean, and obviously Sean is American too. How would you believe the American people would react if there was an executive order tomorrow to ban uh, weapons? 
or the you know well, person. Let, let, let's let's just make a quick correction there, and you know, and with all due respect to to Sean, um, there are no assault weapons. Um, I would not go into combat with, when I was in the Marine Corps with weapons that are readily available. They're semi-auto, uh, uh, semi-automatic. Weapons. Yeah, it's full automatic weapons. I'm referring to the law itself. The, okay, <laughs> Sean. Well, let, listen. Let, you can refer to the take law. Take it up with the, the legislature. That's what it was no, called. That's, that's what it was fine. called. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. And I respectfully listen to you. So hang on there. Mm-hmm. There are no assault weapons available for free, uh, for for sale in the stores. So the law is actually still in. So you know that's 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 a, a misreport all the time, which I consistently hear people saying AR stands for assault rifle. It doesn't. It stands for. No, it stands for Armalite. Yes, it's I know. A, you know, cold, but, yeah, cold corporation. You know, but too I'm many, aware pe- of this. But too many yes. people to you know. And going back to what you said earlier, Sean, about the, you know, about the the agendas and all. As far as I'm concerned, both of them are friggin' Fruit Loops. They shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't have been anywhere near it. And you're, there was enough red flags with your man up in Dayton that his parents should have pretty much turned him in if he's doing manifestos about killing everybody and anybody. I don't care their politics at all. I'm not going to hold the president guilty of this, just like I wouldn't hold Clinton guilty of Columbine. Um, Chuck Schumer during well, the yeah, Obama... Well, hang on, hang on, Sean, Obama, Sean let, let him finish, let him finish. Chuck so, Schumer during the Obama uh, era was the same thing. He was anti-immigration. It's whatever party is in at the time, spouts whatever garbage suits themselves. That's what I can see. You know, and I don't vote for any of them. I just look, you can't I just see look any difference in the language then, used by Chuck Schumer and that used by the current president. Referring Chuck immigrants. Schumer's denying using it, and then you know you can go back and you can find the snippets. They've all said it. They've all said horrible things about immigration. No, they haven't. You know, and they, they have. You're lying. You know, You're lying, lying right, right now. I'm not lying. I've got nothing. You are to, lying. You know, that is a lie. They have not well, all said you know, horrible uh, things I'm, like Trump agree to disagree on that, Sean. You hate but yeah, I mean, Sean, I, I'm not going to disagree that Donald Trump has a certain way of yeah. wording things. Uh, you know, unlike any other politician, possibly, or any other president of America. Well, Certainly, like any other president of America of the past, he certainly he speaks words. like a kid. Yeah, he, yeah, he, speaks he, like he a does kid. speak I mean, like his, a kid. His, gra- his grammar is pathetic. His 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 ability to actually dictate anything in a sensible, like a bigly, really. What the hell is bigly? You know, and some of the things he say, you're, you're kind of left scratching your head, going, "Are you actually ten years old?" The way he couldn't even get the right city when he was sending his condolences yesterday. But, but I mean, but to, su- but yeah, but to suggest that he's the motivation behind somebody going out with a shotgun, walking into a supermarket or in yeah. the car park of the supermarket as well, and shooting as many people as possible is, I just think, is as you said yourself, Sean, is a stretch. And it really Niall, is a stretch. I didn't say it was a stretch. No, I, you said in relation to what I said was a stretch. Niall, think about this. When we were growing up, and you, you know, I'm 48, so you and me are not too far. Growing up in the north side of Dublin, how many times, I grew up in Rohini, you, I, I know you were growing up. Eden more, yeah, Rohini. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. Did that mean you were going to actually go and murder somebody? I mean, how many times I heard that going to school, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to batter you. And you, you just took it with a grain of salt. You know, but these people, it's just, it's a different, it's a different level. I'm not going to blame the politicians. I'm going to blame the politicians and the media and social media, because I think they all have a lot to play in it. Every single one of them has... I, I, has think, I think social media... I think social media and modern technology, if you want to bring in games into it and, and maybe the desensitization to murder and lack of empathy from video games, I'm not saying it is the causation, but certainly there's a correlation somewhere along the line. But social media certainly is a causation, Sean, that these people, I mean, they come under the category, media, according, I mean, well, according like to the Donald experts, Trump notoriety. Twitter followers? No, but the, 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 the category of notoriety. These people want notoriety. This kid wanted, sure. he wanted to be uh, the same as the guy in New Zealand. He wanted that notoriety. 
And I think they should be all shut out. When they do something like this, their ID should be shut down, their agenda shouldn't be published, nothing should be done. It should be just some idiot has done this, you know, and, 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 and look but at that's, it. That's easy to say, John, but, you know, the media know, have yeah, a responsibility yeah, yeah. to report the news. You know, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, and we are quite, we do have a healthy appetite for news. And it's also convenient for politicians that have had a hand in stoking these fires for everyone to look the other way. It's also convenient, yeah. Well, I, I'm not going to say that politicians won't use it as propaganda because they will. And they'll use all killings as propaganda. They'll use all violence have as propaganda. Have you ever watched propaganda. Have you ever watched the Trump rally from beginning to end, Nile? Have you ever watched you're, you're, go, you're, you're going back to Trump again, all over one shooting. And I've just <laughs> mentioned to you how many shootings there's been. This is actually number seven on the list. Oh, over two shootings and an attempted bombing campaign. And what about, what about Las Vegas? That was Obama, wasn't it? That was, that was the biggest shooting was, in American history. That was last year. Hang on. It was 2017. It was 2017, Sean. November of 2018. Las Vegas. Hang on. No, Las Vegas is 2017. Hey, Niall. Yeah. All right. Niall, it's not Obama. If you're, if, you're, if you're taking the logic, then it must have been Bernie Sanders' uh, fault for the guy shooting up the baseball field with all the Republican senators on it that day because he was a Bernie supporter. I yeah, mean, 49 people killed in 2016. 49 people shot in 2016 by some homophobe in an Orlando nightclub. Are you saying that was Donald Germans, Trump as well? Those Germans, they're a bunch of fucking idiots, right? They don't allow people to like have Nazi hate speech or deny it. Why is that, you think? Is it just out of a whim? Is it strictly out of guilt at this point? Or do you think maybe there's some practical consideration that allowing people to speak incendiary racial hatred in public might actually make violence a little bit yeah, but more who, Yeah, but who is, who is allowing people to speak hatred in public. It's not Donald Trump. It's social media. Social media is giving all he's these individuals platforms. Part- oh, for fuck's sake, Niall. It is I giving them a platform. Anything to avoid Donald Trump bad, right? Anything. No, Donald no. I'm, I've, I've already admitted that, just like John, I've admitted that Donald Trump speaks very differently to any other American president. I don't agree with everything he says, Sean. I don't you, agree you with that. I've said it before. No, you ascribe zero responsibility to him for this. Not for this for shooting. No, I don't. I zero. don't hold Donald Donald Trump responsible for this shooting. No, this kid is a psycho. Has been putting videos up online for a long time, suggesting that he was going to kill black people. Why he was allowed get to the point where he walked into a shopping center in the first place with a semi-automatic rifle is beyond me. Well, and clearly the videos show him. Mitch McConnell about that. Well, the, the videos, the, uh, one of the videos there to, that I saw today, he was 19 years of age, he has a semi-automatic rifle, and he's, he's shooting it, and he's saying he wants to kill black people. Right? Wasn't he, wasn't he, which one are we talking about, the one in El Paso? Yes. No, he wanted, he wanted this, he wanted, he, he did say, you know, and Sean, calm down, but he did say, he wanted to stem the Im- the immigration invasion. That's he refers you know, specifically to the Great that, Replacement. Yes, it's a theory. But for he that. did he did he did also say, Sean, though he had a it, this guy was a cuckoo. I mean, he said he also wanted something about equal eight wages for everybody. He wanted yes, climate he change. Yes, referred to UBI, he, he environmental despoilation. Yes, 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 I read the whole a, thing. He had a whole st- he had a whole stem of stuff, but mm-hmm. you know the fact that he went in there doing it there, there's no justification to it there is absolutely no justification to it i'm and sure i'm not going to blame trump on it i'm going to i'm just going to say if the, for me blaming trump on it is too, it's too easy i think it, it's a lot more I, 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 I think it is it's too easy, easy for people want to vote for him yes i agree it is too easy they don't want to have that well, any Sean, you know i just said to you earlier on i don't actually vote in the elections over here so for me you know i'm i, I like to take a very central view on everything and I tried to take a, a fair view on everything. 
You know, sometimes, and, that's, sometimes it's a wise policy. Sometimes it's not. Okay, not well, Sean, can, well, I ask you, can I ask you a question? Because I, I want to wrap this up in a second. But can I ask you, Sean? Do you believe that guns will ever be outlawed in the United States of America for ownership? Did you ask no. Sean or me? Sean. No. No, Never. I don't, because the Second Amendment, the Second Amendment protects it. And, and by the way, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know the history behind the uh, the Constitution of America, right? But you guys would know better than I would. To change a constitution or to amend the Constitution of America, unlike Ireland, where we have to have a referendum, can the Constitution be changed by executive order? No, it can only no, be changed by no, Constitution. Re- convention requires three quarters of state legislatures or two thirds of the. Uh, uh, of, of their houses, of their of their individual houses, it's a huge barrier. There's only been, I, off the top of my head, what twenty twenty seven amendments in the history of the United States, and the first ten were passed in, in the 1790s. So it's extremely difficult to do. The most recent one that had any chance of getting anywhere was the ERA amendment, and that was back in the 70s, and that died again 40 years ago. Uh, you have somebody, Maria Butina, who was sentenced to prison who is a Russian agent infiltrated the NRA, who gives massively disproportionately to Republicans who control the Senate. Mitch McConnell will allow no vote, no progress on banning these assault weapons. You just watch. There will be nothing done about this at all. Zero zip. Because they don't care if people, if people, few people get greased every now and then, that's the price of freedom. That's the price of Russian campaign contributions. Well, hang on. I just want to go to Molly first just before I finish this off. Molly, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Molly? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Molly, um, you're actually American and you're on holiday here at the moment and you're livid yeah. about what you're hearing. I am. Why? Why are <laughs> you livid? I'm from the American. Okay. I'm sorry, what? Well, why, why are you so angry? Um, well, first of all, I'm a high school teacher yeah. out in California. Okay. And the, I think this is a huge issue with what is happening with young shooters. Somebody who refuses to help the student or the young, young person themselves and just blame the government for everything. So not once have I heard him talk about mental issues or not once have I heard him talk about the person themselves. Everything is Donald Trump and this is what he's doing and blah, blah, blah. It's like, what does that have to do with helping the actual person, the actual shooter? Are you referring to me? I'm curious. Yeah, he, I think she's referring to you, Sean. I didn't refer to mental health or video games, if you want to go that way, because that's what the Republican Party does to pawn up any possibility of having anti-gun, uh, any, any sort of gun control is immediately headed off. It's the only time they claim they're interested in mental health is immediately after a shooting, and then all discussion is dropped, of course. But they're the same party that's well, trying to gut Obamacare, any sort of Affordable Care Act is being destroyed. They don't care about health care, especially mental health care. They don't give Okay, a well, the, uh, the experts say, and the second, well, hang on a second, Molly, the second reason why these shootings could happen is mental illness and its treatment or lack thereof uh, with psychiatric drugs. And they say this is controversial. Many of the mass shooters in the U.S. suffered from mental illness, but the estimated number of mental illness cases has not increased as significantly as the number of mass shootings. And mental health people, people suffering from mental health problems are more likely to become a victim than a perpetrator of violence. Okay, so the point is, Molly, there's no denying that mental health is a problem uh, and how we diagnose that. One of the problems. And the psychiatric drugs that are used for it, like Ritalin or Prozac or whatever it happens to be. But the amount of shootings and the increase in shootings in the last seven years in particular, we haven't seen the same increase in mental health or, you know, problems and the same increase in the the use of psychiatric drugs. diagnosed mental health, yes. Mm-hmm. But working in working in a high school with uh, students 
who eventually become more or less these shooters, more like along yeah, the way. young man. Let's just say course. young man. It's not really women. It's young man between yeah. nineteen and twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of times, number one, there are so many different issues with teenagers in the United States right now, which a lot of gentlemen have already said on this show. There's video games, of course. The um, the censorship of the media now is ridiculous. There's none. Students are watching YouTube videos where people are beating each other up. They're holding guns to each other's head. And the students are laughing about it. It is They are completely desensitized. And a lot of times this comes from no one is monitoring what they are watching on their phones. No one is monitoring what is being said or done. For example, this guy who... Of course, I'm in Ireland vacationing, so I'm hearing about all this stuff on mm. news and different things about the shootings. But the guy that they're saying has posted stuff for the last four years. Mm-hmm. In El Paso, like, yeah. They, like, where are his parents? Who? I, I asked the same question when I saw the video. I said, where's his father? Where's why? his mother? Why are they allowing the guy, it? The guy right. in Ohio, the like, guy in Ohio is his anyone... fellow students. His fellow students went to the school authorities because they said that he had a list of people he was going to kill and women he was going to rape. They knew about this years ago in Ohio, and they did nothing. Absolutely well, and nothing. I think, I think that's hard. So, sorry, let me just finish my um, yeah. my thought process really fast. And so there's, there's definitely YouTube and all this stuff. But one thing that no one has brought into the conversation, and I know this always is a little controversial, but is rap. And rap is a huge influence with teenage boys right now. Particularly young and black most, men. I would imagine. No, no, not, not necessarily with everybody nowadays. The school that I teach at is pretty much like 50% Mexican, 50% Vietnamese. Okay. And they're all listening to it. And pretty much nowadays, you cannot watch a rap video without the rapper having a stack of money on the table, a gun in his hand, and smoking weed or smoking a joint. And so this is glamorized. In Rome and Sorry, Madrid, Sean? Tokyo, they watch these same videos in Tokyo, in Singapore, in Madrid, in Frankfurt, United but States. They, yeah, United but they don't have the accessibility to a, you know, a semi-automatic rifle in those countries. Well, I think, I think exactly. the determining factor is the access to the guns, not the, not the rap music, not the video. Yeah, but, but the, the, point, the point that she's making is that but although, yes, there, there is an access to guns, is, it is yeah, a factor, which, Sean. It is a factor. Right, and which one will be more amenable to control, the free flow of ideas or the free flow of weapons? What, what about, as well, which is mentioned in this? Well, 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 yeah, well, hang, hang on, because I don't have much time, okay? But what about, I'll ask Molly about this one as well, because she's obviously a, a, a school yeah. teacher, she would be more familiar with this. And, and they talk about yeah. in the United States the increase of the breakdown of the family, right? Now, I, I don't want to get too controversial yeah. about this, but okay. They talk about the fact that more young men now are coming out of single-parent families and broken homes, which in turn can cause mental health problems for teenagers and also economic disadvantage. Um, and that, that in turn can cause problems and have kids go wayward, so to speak. Uh, do you think that's Absolutely. a problem? Yes, yes, of course. There are a lot of children, like a lot of students that I have, parents are absent. They are working so much that they don't, I mean, it's become an issue at our school where if students misbehave, it's like, okay, I'm going to contact your parents. And the response is, go ahead. Good luck. And it's kind of like there's absolutely no no remorse. No, mm-hmm. They know they can't get a hold of their parents. And, they, and they you will think be, in a society like be, that, that would be, there should be much greater restriction on access to firearms. 
No, but I, I think what Molly is saying in general, and we've seen that here, Sean, in Ireland as well, where we see an increase in antisocial behaviour, thankfully no mass shootings. Uh, but, we, you know, Ireland has seen an increase. And by the way, I'm not having a pop at single parents, right, in case anyone thinks I am. Right, but, right. but there's a huge increase in single parents, a huge increase in divorce and separation. And, you know, kids, right. you know, 16, 17 years of age, dad goes off and the kid only has one role model, not two. Uh, and, and that can be yeah. a problem, Sean, this and raising of, it. This is global clap capitalism. The factors you're referring to are influencing in every industrial society facing those factors. Yeah, and I think every industrial the society United has States, seen an increase in social problems. The United States hey, Sean, is the only one with would result in massacres. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you honestly think that gun control, and I'm not saying that I am for guns. I have never touched a gun in my life. I have never been around guns, nothing. So do you honestly think that gun control, um, completely banning guns in the country, are going to keep guns out of the hands of people that want them? That's a very that's a if false dilemma. Do you do you think that doing nothing about it will stop these things from happening? Well, of course. Well, I can only I can only use Molly Ireland as an example. And yes, you are right. There are individuals in this country, you know, particular families who get their hands on guns and shoot each other. They tend not to shoot anybody yeah. else except each other. Uh, <laughs> I think people can get their hands on guns even if they are illegal. But certainly, it makes it more difficult. I think the accessibility in America to a rifle, buying in one in Walmart, for example, uh, doesn't make the problem any easier. I'd say to be alive. It's easy of to course. restrict firearm access and restricting access to rap videos and video games. It's true, but I feel very And the internet. You're never going to restrict somebody, internet access. Well, that I, I totally agree with you. I cannot understand for the life of me why we would sell anything on the internet that has to do with ammunition or guns or anything. That should be completely banned. But I just feel strongly that if somebody wants to do damage, they're going to find a way to do it, whether with a gun or making a homemade bomb. You can believe that, but the stats don't bear you out. Yeah, but but Sean, you've seen in London, for example, recently, the massive increase in knife violence. Now, if if the UK had the same gun laws that America had, we would see an increase in shootings. Yeah, but you don't see somebody in London knifing nine people, wounding a couple dozen. That's because it's more difficult to do, Sean. In 30 seconds before cops put them down. Yeah, but I, I, the American cops, in fairness to them, you know, they're there as quick as they possibly can. But you know as well as I do, you can shoot off how many rounds per minute and take out 30 or 40 people in seconds. If you've got a knife and you run yeah. on the rampage, the chances of you killing 40 people before you get pinned down by security or are cops or something are lower. Slim. Yeah, That's why it doesn't Not happen elsewhere. Yeah. Sorry, Molly. The, the thing is, every country, every country is going to have their issue. Yeah, maybe London's not dealing with guns, but they might be dealing with bombs on the metro. They mm. might be dealing with stabbings. They might be dealing with other things, things that don't necessarily exist in the United States. So damage can be done. Again, if somebody wants to do damage, they can do damage. Having gun laws isn't necessarily going to stop them. They're think, just going to go to the black market. They're going to go under. I think, I think it will make, I mean, in fairness, Molly, I, Molly, I think it would make it more difficult for a 19-year-old to go out and get a semi-automatic rifle, uh, particularly if he has parents who care, um, you know, if it's not true, available true. to him. Your argument is do nothing it, because guess, it's not totally effective. Well, I, I, I think you it's know, worth trying. But you know what? It'll take a brave president to try it. And, you know, the only way they're going to do it is if it's a second term of office. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, That's because, true. That, because they've, nothing, they've nothing to lose. The, the hard part about this argument is always that people just want to blame one thing. And it's, it's just such a huge 
snowball. It could be their childhood. It could be being bullied. That well, goes again, into all looking, those factors looking at rap stars. And there's 7 billion like other people in the world. The only country where this happens on a regular basis is the United States. And it's the only country that has this ready, easy access to, guns. to firearms in a rich country. A hundred, well, 120 guns per 100 people. That's, I'm that's the simple I'm gonna, factor. So I'm going to... I'm going to disagree with you. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Molly, you kind of disagree with the fact. 120 guns per 100 people. The next highest is Yemen with 58 guns per 100 people. It's America true. is rife <laughs> with firearms. It's true. But as an American, there are me and all of the Why? I mean, why would you disagree with that, Molly? By your own are... admission, you said you've never touched a gun. You'd never want to own one. Never. Yeah, but so why but would you disagree with a law that would ban them? But that's what I'm saying is the entire social group that I grew up with has never owned or used a gun. So, yeah, you're talking about hillbillies and guys in Kentucky that have three or four shotguns and go, like, you know, that's... And actually, I have grown up around guns. My, my father kept two handguns in the house. I have friends with rifles and shotguns. I fired a Glock. I fired an Uzi before. fired a hunting rifle. I don't have a, I'm not afraid of guns. But the, again, if you, again, if you, it comes down to what you want as a society. If you don't care about these massacres, uh, the odds of you being personally involved are infinitesimally small. So it's fine. Who gives a fuck? If somebody, 20, 30 people get greased every now and then, it's not a big deal. Don't worry. Okay, well, just, just finally, just because uh, John, who's living in Washington, he's still there, John. Sorry. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. All right. A lot okay. of accusations. You're kind of assuming that we don't care, and that's not the factor at all. I, actions all speak louder together. than words. Actions speak much we louder want, than words. There are no actions. So you're just going to sit there. You just want to sit there and blame other people rather than going. I want to blame the gun lobby. I want to blame politicians. That's why I'm blaming the Republican Party and the NRA. That's why I'm primarily blaming. Yes. Okay. So how are you helping the guys that are doing these shootings? How are you helping them? I'm not, because it doesn't really matter how sick they are if they can't or don't have access to these weapons. They'll be the same as the sick guy they in Rome or the sick guy in Lisbon or the sick guy in Dublin who wants to go out and blow up a fucking school or, or shoot Watch up the language, a, a, a Watch language, Okay, you know? but yeah, but Sean, you know, there were sick guys in France on Bastille Day. They didn't have a gun, so what they do? They got into a truck and mowed down a lot of people. Same in Barcelona. So if somebody wants to kill a lot of people, the point Molly's making is they probably do it anyway. Yeah, but that gets to the disingenuous argument because vans are, vans are kind of used for purposes other than killing, wouldn't you say? The yeah. The primary purpose is not to kill but people. No, but, that's, but I'm just saying the point she's made making, if somebody's that desperate to kill a lot of people at one time, they can do what they did in France and just drive a truck to them. And yes. Right. I mean, seriously, if somebody is that determined to do it, they could take a baseball bat into a ch- child's school like Sandy Hook and go into one classroom and just smash everyone's head. If he really wanted to destroy, he would do it. That's the sad part. And for a while there, it, back in the uh, Oklahoma bomber or whatever it was, people were making homemade bombs. That was a huge thing, to now make a homemade bomb and you can learn how to do it on the Internet. The statistics do not bear easier. this out. The evidence is in. The statistics don't bear, don't support your argument. It's not supportable. But see, that's... But see, that's the difference between us. You just want to blame the government. And you and I both know that that is no. a machine that isn't going to change anytime soon. And I'm the one who's going after is the, the students. Dude, uh, by the way, the fact that you're from California, I assume you didn't vote for Donald Trump. Excuse me. Is the- well, hang on, hang on, John. I assume you didn't vote for Donald Trump, the fact you're from California. 
Actually, I did. Oh, you did? You're, a teacher. <laughs> okay. are you, you're not a well, teacher of social studies by any chance, are you? No, no, I'm not. No, okay. Yeah, I was just wondering, is, which, which is the executive, legislative, or judicial branch that the NRA is an organ of? Maybe you could refresh my memory there. Since you're saying I'm just blaming the government, I did mention the NRA. I, also, the Republican Party no, is actually technically not the government either. It's a political party. I'm not blaming the government. I'm blaming two organizations specifically, not the government. And you're, and you're blaming Donald Trump. Not, a, not regarding how uh, you? You're bringing him up now to troll me. I'm not, I'm not trolling you. You, you. you text in and that's why you come on tonight because you said I avoided blaming him because I wasn't blaming him. I was giving out about everybody else, you know, using the easy option today to blame Donald Trump. You said you did blame him. For the last 20 minutes, we've been discussing the larger issue of gun violence uh, in general in America. Okay. And, he, and I would not blame Donald Trump for that. That would be disingenuous. That's why I have not mentioned his name for 20 minutes until you just brought it up there. It has nothing to do with it. Okay, listen, guys, I'm going to have to wrap it up and go light the mood here. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Molly. Molly, Thanks enjoy well. the way. Molly, how long are you over here for? Uh, I'm, leaving in, I'm leaving this Saturday, but I've been here since July 11th. I've been here for months. Okay, and how you I love did this country. I want to move here. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people say they love America and they want to move there. Um, are you enjoying your stay? Uh, Wait, no. Okay, if, you, if I could ask you, okay, if you were to go back to America and tell you, and your friends say, what's so great about Ireland, what would you say to them? Oh, my gosh. Um, the people. The radio stations. You guys are so... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the Irish are so nice. They're so helpful. They're so genuine. They're just really nice people. They will go out of their way to help you, genuinely. See, I say the and same. I go to Florida every year, and I say the same about the, the people from the southern states of America. Not so much New Yorkers, by the way, but, but certainly the people from Florida. <laughs> they'll go out of their way to make sure you have a good day. That's true. That's true. Southern hospitality is, is amazing, but I'll tell you, the Irish, the, the they, honesty that is here. They it, call up Molly, it's called the Cade Me La Falcha. Have you ever heard of that? That's, that's what they call it. It's Irish. It's, it's an Irish thing. And they call it, it's called Cade Me La Falcha, which is, what is it? A thousand welcomes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so wonderful. The honesty, people are so honest here. They don't, they aren't constantly looking for ways to, uh, to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And of course, just the countryside. Driving the countryside is, is amazing. However, yep. I will tell you, <laughs> the, the R roads scare me to death. And um, by the way, has the cost of living here not scared you to death? <laughs> Sorry? Has the cost of living here not scared you to death? Um, you know, I people always say that, but I don't see that it's more expensive. Of course, coming from California, like when I go to the store and buy food, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cheap. Like, food is so <laughs> right. cheap. It's crazy. Yeah, but you haven't, so, did you I, fill your car up with petrol recently? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. That is something that's a little... A little, a little more expensive. expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, listen, Molly, enjoy. Have a safe journey home, okay? And I'm sure we'll see you again. Thank you so much. Thank all you. All right, bye, bye, bye. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.